Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys and gals, hey guys and gals, hey guys and gals and friends and foes, enemies of the state and enemies of the mind. Welcome to the podcast, random podcast number 48. 48, don't be late, as they say in bingo. 48, don't be late. We won't be late, because we're here, it's on time, it's Monday, new regular on a Monday, even if I have nothing to say, which is usually the case. Here we go. Fine weekend, I had an unreal day yesterday, I had a gig yesterday, and my buddy booked me for it, and he was just like, yeah man, you want to play at this festival? So DJ too, comedy, DJ and writing. Whatever you need to pass away the time in life, I'll do it. If it's fun and it's close by or it pays me lots of money. So I was like, all right, do the festival. So I presumed it was a music festival. Then yesterday he sends me a picture of my name. And they called me Magic Mark for some reason. Said I was a nice touch. And then I realized it was an avocado festival. The white people were having an avocado festival. And it was too late to back out. He said it was going to be pretty busy. A thousand people at this avocado festival. So I went downtown LA. It was on in a brewery. It was actually pretty good. Cool, Fair play to avocados. They put on quite a festival. Avocado cake. Apparently this brewery had made of avocado beer. And... It was a three-day festival, and Marky Magic Marky Boy Hayes was closing out the whole thing with the most amazing gibberish. But I went down; it was packed, like way more packed than I would imagine an avocado festival would be. It was pretty cool, and in this cool brewery, Angel City Brewery or something, and they were having avocado cake. They were having avocado eating competitions. Bands were playing. Just people packed food trucks. People boozing avocado beer. Apparently on Friday, they were releasing this new avocado beer. And before it even opened, there was queues around the block to buy this avocado beer. So shout out to avocado for been more popular than I will ever be in my entire life. Uh, good laugh. Although I drank one. I don't really drink beer unless it's Guinness. But the guy was like, oh, there's no spirits. What will you drink? I was like, oh, do you have Guinness? No. But he was like, I'll get you something that's like Guinness. So I was like, all right, cool. So I just start on stage. Brings me a a booze. I'm expecting something that looks like Guinness. It was like a white beer, pale ale or some crap. I was like, what's this? He was like, trust me, this tastes like Guinness. I stupidly trusted him. The man I trusted, thinking it was a music festival, and he brought me to an avocado festival. Um, I trusted him, and I was wrong. It tasted horrendous. I thought that my Bowels were going to quickly get rid of said beer. So now I'm on stage thinking, oh, nice. Will the diarrhea kick in right now, I wonder? Or can I survive till the end of the set? 
and then be on my very merry way. At one point too, my right arm started going numb. So overall, I was in a pretty good shape the entire time. Happy days. I remember for the uh, they had like an avocado eating competition where they cut open an avocado. Or maybe they didn't even cut it open. Maybe just a bite it, rip it apart with your teeth. You couldn't use your hands. And people were going crazy for it. Jeez, Americans love an eating competition. Hot dogs, avocados. Anyway, this one guy was about to win. And for the last bite, he used his hands. And the guy commenting was like, you're disqualified. And the dude who had like avocado all over his face had a freak out. Come on, man. Come on. No. No. Freaking out because he got kicked out of the avocado eating contest. And I think the winner only got a t-shirt. So that was good. I think bouncers had to escort him away. Calm him down. Give him a free avocado. On his merry way he went. So that was a fun way to spend the day. Prancing away at an avocado festival. Fifth annual avocado festival too. A sad see it go. Hopefully they'll invite me back next year. Back for more prancing and gibberish. Hopefully my right arm won't go numb. Always, always a good sign. It's funny how you get paranoid. I was like, oh God, heart attack? And I was like, no, that's my left. That's one weird thing about living in West Hollywood. Everywhere you walk, like even today, down the street from where I live, there's just a big billboard that says, Civilist Typhoon on the way. And you're just like, what's that even meant to mean? It's like a big explosion on the billboard. That's an expensive billboard too, on Sunset Boulevard. And it's advertising syphilis. You never know. You could be having a lovely day walking around. And a little billboard will say, hey, Merky boy. Just remember, there's a good chance you might have syphilis, gonorrhea, or chlamydia. Maybe you got AIDS. Maybe you have HIV. Depends on how serious the billboard is. So that's fun. Always fun to be reminded of such possibilities in life. Having a carefree, productive day, and then you're like, oh, maybe life is going too well. Maybe I have something. So then you get paranoid. Jeez, the paranoia I get here because of these billboards. I've kind of gotten over it now, but sometimes if I have a bad hangover, the paranoia will kick in. The Sunday night fear, I could feel it creeping yesterday, creeping up over my shoulder. Don't know why. No logic to it. Just talked to my friend and he was like, What are you on about, bro? We don't work nine to five jobs. There's no need for the fear on a Sunday afternoon. I was like, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe it is mental and it is mental. I think Americans call it anxiety. Is that a thing? I, I never heard of it in Ireland. Um, but yeah, you get freaked going around. You might get no minute long test let's go get an AIDS test having a slow day, out to buy milk see too many billboards I'm going to get in a test I remember the first checkup I got back in Ireland uh, I think it was something to do with college soccer 
to get a checkup or something. Anyway, I went with my buddy. And I was in this hospital that was like, I'm sure it was a convent or something. Everyone seemed to be a nun in there. So I went in. And you obviously don't want to see anyone when you're getting an STD check. You want to be like, I'm not even having sex, but just in case, I want to get checked up. Because I get paranoid. Jesus Christ in the Catholic Church and the priests are telling me I must be sinning somehow. So maybe that's the way. I remember before I was reading FHM magazine or something. And they had this section on it. This is lovely, lovely chatter. I'm sure you're very happy to be tuned in. But they had one section being like, oh, be careful of having sex. Use seven condoms. Also, here's what different sexual diseases look like. And I'm just in my bedroom back in Cork in Ireland reading this. I was like, oh, I bought this for the stories and for the pictures of the women. I didn't buy this for STD talk. But I was obviously paranoid for no reason. I was probably only pumping my bed at the time, which is what you do in Ireland. You uh, pumped your bed. Um, and then I saw they were like this is what gentle something or other looks like and I just looked at the picture and I was like oh my god I think I have that somehow and I was freaked out and I phoned my buddy Jack I remember phoning him and being like oh Jack you know the way we both bought that magazine together flick over there to page 34 I think I got that disease. Have a look. And Jack's on the line. I think we're phoning landlines at the time, maybe. Phoned his landline. I phoned my landline. I was probably in the kitchen. My mum was around. Or maybe no, I was in my dining room. Door closed, trying to whisper. So I was like, here, check, it, check out page 34. I like That looks like mine. That looks like my penis, too. And he was like, where? And I was like, like up at the top. See the top there? And he's like... Yeah, that's not where the disease is. He's like, look at the bottom, the bottom of the penis. That's where they're pointing it out. And I was like, you don't have that disease. So that's nice. Having had sex since, just out of pure paranoia. Um, but that time we did get a checkup in Cork. Walk in with my buddy, and we're like. I don't think we went together, so we'd be less embarrassed if we saw anyone. We walk in, it's like a Monday morning. Nuns running around, old nurses. This old church-like feeling buzz of a hospital. And I walk in, I quickly scan the waiting room. And I know no one. Phew, dodged awkward small talk. My buddy... Looks around. Let's call him Seamus. Seamus looks around. Does he know anyone? He knows about three women here. <laughs> How's it going, Mary? Hello, Siobhan. Oh, Sinead, it's yourself. He's having small talk about it. I don't know even what. Oh, how's college going? Oh, yeah, we're in that same class. I forgot about that. You have a good night out. Yeah, just in for an old checkup. It's <laughs> so funny though I had me laughing so much He didn't care at all <laughs> Or at least he pretended not to care Or as I cared But at least I'd him So I laughed away Laughed away at my buddy And then they bring him into a room 
and we both go into separate rooms. This this is a weird story. I really told people. I've been in this one room. A guy comes in. And he was just like, oh, hey, I'm the nurse. Let's just have a look. Pants down. It was like, oh, yeah, super. It was like a sunny day. I remember it being bright anyway. The sun was out. Probably raining too. And there was no curtains, so the, sh- the light just shining in. And I had to pull down my pants, sit up in the bed. And the light just shining in on my glorious milky white thighs. Now my boxes around my ankles. And he's like, all right, let me have a look. All right, swing your legs up in the bed there. I'm just going to have a look in the back. So I'm swinging my legs up. And I'm like, oh, some weather we're having, huh? And next minute I hear a glove go on. He's like, I'm just going to have a little check. And I'm like, okay. And then I got an old digit up the rear, as they call it. And I went, how about this sun? Jesus. And he's like, just relax. And I was like, okay. And I, he was like, all right, someone else is going to come in and do the swab test. And I was like, I don't know what the swab test is, but that doesn't sound nice. So then I uh, sat back in the bed, traumatized, sweating, my palms, my head, my feet, my ass was all sweating, just sitting there, being like, Jesus, what was that? Pull my pants back up, a nurse comes in, she's like, okay, I'm just going to have a look, take down your pants. I was like, oh, I think I did this part already. She's like, what are you on about? And I was like, yeah, the guy came in and he just did it and he told me he would face the wall and I was lying on the bed and she's like, what guy? And I was like, the male nurse. And I was like, yeah, you know the guy? And she's like, there's not a male nurse here. And that's when I was like, part of my brain said, stop talking, Marky boy. Something awry happened. And do not let the cat out of the bag that he might have just been some weirdo in the hospital. Say nothing. Avoid the embarrassment and the further questions. Avoid the authorities being called. And they're trying to find out who was the man that slipped the finger up the bum. Say no more or say no less. It was the janitor, but let's not bring that up. Let's just ignore what happened. And she said, the nurse said, oh, what are you all about? And I was like, ah, I'm just joking. Immediately dropped my pants. Sunlight beaming down. She said, oh, by the way, I've got a couple of trainee doctors and doctors here with me. Doctors and nurses, one or the other. Do you mind if they come in and watch the procedure? And I was like, traumatized by what had happened previously um, with this mysterious male nurse who I'll never know uh, a memory I suppressed for months and years and a lifetime but now I'm telling ye for some reason so I was like yeah of course they can come in I'd love more people to be in this room with my pants and unboxers all around my ankles and the sunlight shining in on my timid looking penis because it's not a great situation for me to be in and my thighs are looking very whitey and creamy today it seems 
and the sunlight is beaming right in so it look extra translucent so yeah the more people that you can bring into this room right now would make me so happy and then like i think four or five people came in trainee nurses trainee doctors and um, one of the doctors was a girl that i knew from college and we had been flirting away and now she got to see me with my pants around me ankles. And then she got to see the older nun-like nurse stick an ear swab down me penis. Which is what they used to do in Ireland for some sadistic reason. And I just was like, ah! And then they swab. And then you're just like, this is the worst day of my entire life. Um... This is really nice. Hey, Karen, we must get a drink sometime. Are you going out tonight? Don't mind the fact that there's an earbud halfway down my penis. Sorry that I'm clenching and sweating. I shouldn't really be chatting you up in this situation, probably. But here we are, Karen. Do you know the man who stuck his finger up my ass just now? No. Cool. I'm only joking. Are we done yet? And then they all leave. And then they come back. And another nurse, I think, takes her blood pressure. She's like, you know I can get AIDS easily. And you're just like, what is going on? This is not how I should spend the Monday morning. And then you do some blood. And then another nurse comes in and says, that was only to scare you. That was only to scare you. You can't get AIDS easily. That was just a scare, you know, okay? That was just a scare. That's not a possibility. Well, it might be, but it's not really. And then you're just like, what are you doing to me? You're messing up my mind. You're killing me. This is not good for the psyche. You're sticking things into me. Strangers are walking in off the street, sticking things up your rear. Oh, this is a lovely Monday. Then went back out. And I can't remember. I can't remember if it was that time. I think it was all the same time. But my body came back out. Maybe it was the next time I went back for results. Let's just say it was all the same time. Go back out to Wayne room. My buddy's out there. He's chatting to people that he knows. He seems to know everyone. And I'm like, you go. It's so weird, too. They call you up to, like, uh, check in window so when you go and you check in and then they call you back to that same window in front of everyone and they tell you your results so everyone can just hear but they do it in a hushed tone so you can be like uh, so your results came back Mark and you don't have it <laughs> and everyone's just like listening nearby but pretending not to listen and they give you a good work, congratulations, nod. So I stopped praying. I was praying to God beforehand in my in my head, praying to God afterwards. Please, Jesus, I, I swear to God. Swear to God, God. Swear to God, I'll never have sex again of you. Just let me live this one time. One time, God, just please help me. And uh, so I went up. Then I went back. I went to my body. I was like, oh, Jesus, that was weird, wasn't it? And he was just like, yeah, it was weird, right? And I was like, did, did a guy come in? And he was just like, you know, 
stick a finger in your ass? He was like, hey, no, what? Did he to you? And I was like, hey, no, what are you on about? What are you on about, you weirdo? And then I was like, all right, should we go? Do you get results? And he's like, yeah, I got the all clear. I was like, oh, me too. All right, let's get out of here. And then as he stood up, tablets fell out of his pocket. Tablets that indicated he did not get the all clear. He had something which made me laugh. And he started laughing. He said, how would that guy finger you in the ass? And I was like, ah, cool. Let's never talk about either of these situations again. And we never did until now. So that was fun. So now when I'm walking around West Hollywood... And I'm having a lovely day, going on my merry way, although today was not lovely. Working on renewing my visa to stay in this lovely country. Need more letters, never, Jesus, getting a visa is tedious. Months and months of work and paperwork and paperwork and more paperwork. And thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And then they ask for thousands more and they ask for more paperwork. And sometimes you might be having such a bad day. This is a good plan. If you're ever having a bad day, go get an AIDS test. And then when you get the results back, like you can get a minute AIDS test, and they're like, okay, the results are negative, you can be like, whew, at least I don't have AIDS. Today might have been awful, but looking on the bright side of life, always look on the bright side of life. (laughs) I remember this other time. Uh, oh yeah oh Jesus I was having paranoia this is in LA it's slightly different but it's also related uh, I remember I boozing I had a dodgy stomach woke up like on a Saturday and my stomach was dodgy so I tried to like I went to an art bar or something down the street um, in West Hollywood is this fancy den place where they serve you uh, health drinks and all that crap charging $94 for a beetroot juice that does nothing at the end of the day but mentally it makes you think you're oh this is healthy this burns my insides my mouth this should hopefully work I like the way if everybody booze a load next day I just pop a couple of vitamin tablets and I'm like see I'm living a healthy life I'm a, I'm a nice, pious boy. Uh, but this time, so I've been drinking like too much Guinness or something over the weekend. Had a load of porridge. Went and got one of these beetroot juices. Drank coffee. He drank about two cups of coffee. And then I was like, there was a HBO documentary about George Harrison. Which is very good. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I can't remember the name, but it's worth to watch. So I'm watching that. And... Turn your ears off now. If you don't ruin, ruin the ruin the ending, but it ends with George Harrison getting colon cancer, and I was just my stomach was growling at the time, so I was needed the bathroom. So I watched the end, and then I go to the bathroom, and then I just like wasn't good. I'll spare you the details, but I was like, oh my god, is that blood? So I immediately go to the doctor. Purely because my paranoia levels were so stupidly high. So I go to the doctor. And he's just like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. I think I got colon something or other. 
And he's like, all right, drop the pants. Get up there in the bed, face the wall. I was just like, ah, oh, here we go again. Next minute I hear a smack of the glove. Close my eyes and I say, no, not again. This reminds me of before. This reminds me of my harrowed past. Is harrowed the word? And he does He does the business. You know yourself. He has no feel around. Feel. He, he goes inside the anus, as they call it, in Japan. And then he takes his finger out. And then he's like, have you been... You haven't been eating beets and stuff, have you? I was like, I haven't been eating a lot of beets there earlier. He's like, yeah, you probably just... Probably just pee that all out. It all blended in together. I was like, oh, you mean I'm dying, not dying? He's like, no, nah, you should be good. So then I went home and I was like, well, at least that's a plus. And then my buddy, I told my buddy the story. And he was like, it's weird he didn't ask you before the finger insertion. Have you been eating beets and stuff? Which was a good point. Could it save me Uh clenching and uh, paranoia now I've gone to the doctor because I'll just get a finger in the bum hopefully that man was a doctor I did meet him under a bridge which is a weird place to meet a doctor but that's where he said he does his business from um, alright there are some strange stories from me to ye and that is about it. What else is going on? Um, that's it. That's it. That's all I have. That's oh, there was actually there was a dude yesterday as well at this avocado festival, and he came up to me and he was just like, "Hey man, you not drinking?" I was like, "No, I don't drink beer." He was like, "Yeah, man, me neither. I only like white wine." I was like, all right, cool. I don't care. He's like, white wine. I won't drink any other color wine. I don't like any other color wine. And the way he said it, he was basically, I won't tolerate any other color wine. I was like, is he racist? And sussing me out if I'm racist too. Which I think he was. Nice cold words. He invited me to his white pride wine party that he was having. Celebrating white wine only. So it was nice, made a new friend. Then I was getting Uber as well last night. And this dude was like at least 60. Mexican dude. But he's like this horrendous jet black wig. And he was just looking at me. He's like, hey. I was like, oh, how's it going? He'd bring me to this restaurant, Swingers. And he's just like, hey, I have a song just for you. This one's just for you. I was like, ah, cool. He puts on that song. You are so beautiful to me, can't you see? He's just staring at me in the the mirror. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll give you five stars, man. You don't have to serenade me too. So it was nice. Lovely weekend after all, overall, and all that crap. Um... That's about it, that's it. Oh, what is this week? Oh, I'm in Nashville this weekend, actually. If you're in Nashville, I'm sure I've got thousands and millions of listeners in Nashville. Make sure to come out. Performing at Zanies. Crystalia and Michael Anorchi.
It should be mighty. Come along to Nashville. Sweet home Nashville. Apparently that's where they invented apples. And hence the infamous Tennessee apple pie. Don't know if those facts are 100% true, but I believe so. I believe they are. Right. Any more? Oh, I've been getting some good book reviews lately. <laughs> Go buy some books on Amazon, people. Support the cause, the cause of life. Um, random, random or freedom. Classic, classic books. Make sure. I might have to write a new one. I think I have to finish that fourth book I was reading. Writing. Uh, the poems have been going strong. I know how you all love the poems. Love the poems. Here's a good poem. Jesus, I wrote some of the poems last week. People get annoyed with these poems, but other people like them. So it depends if you're a poor man or a woman or you're not. Here's one called Toast. She sat in a table, turned it into art. How I don't know, just looked the part she had that way. To be fair, her style, her grace, her unreal hair. She'd walk on grass and make it greener. She'd dance on rain, had to see her. She had that way with most everything. Food tastes better, water like gin. She felt like heaven and lit up hell. Her beauty went deep like a well. Set wind on fire, turned night to day. Made men crazy, turned women gay. To be true and honest, she was the most, until that day when she ate the toast. Choked on a slice while at brunch and died, very sad, barely knew her. Nice, nice toast one. Here's one called Cleopatra Eyes, this girl's eyes, sweet Jesus Christ, turned the bravest men into little mice. Looked into them, the things I saw, a sound of laughter, a lion's paw. I saw a lake, an ocean too, a soul so pure, to be true. Like Cleopatra, but even better, ships would sail to try and get her. Inspired poetry and even books, her art, her beauty, her different looks. She was a vision, that's for sure, and made grown men weep, rich men poor. Her eyes, her eyes, sweet lord, her eyes, you'd see the truth, forget your lies. Then she got off the bus before I had a chance to talk to her, that's a shame. All right, two more and then we're done. This girl there was like... So your podcast is just you rambling on, is it? You do very little effort, it sounds like. I tried to listen, but I couldn't. I was like, yeah, that's about it. You got it spot on, spot on. All right, this one, this poem is called Helping. Met this girl. She was a gem. Out of nine, I'd give her ten. Out of two, I'd give her one. No more numbers. Now we're done. She held a leaf, made it look pretty. Every word she spoke, oh, so witty. Taught me things I never knew. Out to ride a bike and sniff some glue. She was troubled, that's for sure. What chance had I, a weak old whore? Are you corrupting? I ask all whelping. You say corrupting, but I say helping. Took me to a jungle on her porch. Held up some glue, lit a torch. Take a hit, you'll be all right. Anything for her, high as a kite. I'm now addicted to glue. Please help. Oh, this one's good, Greg. And the next poem, this is Greg. Mark is reading about Greg. So I'm out and about, know how it goes. You live a life and then who knows. Having a booze, out at some bar. This girl walks in like a shooting star. Christ on a stick, says I to me. Lips so plump and tattoos I see. A vision, a weapon, a sinner and more. Me jaw and balls both hit the floor. 
chatting away clocks as 12.09 when she doth ask back to mine just like that must be a catch yeah I've a husband likes to watch eh not sure although this girl is so hot she saw me waver bought me a shot his name is Greg and he's a cock turns on turns him on to watch me make love very nice man drop me home after thanks Greg Right, might as well. Two more, two more, two more for the people in the back. This one's called Pig Cat. Pig Cat. Sometimes you'd meet one in a million, like this girl. Her name was Gillian. She was a painter and a poet too. Had a way with words. Loved the blue. Told me she bought an old dairy farm. Says I to her, Sure, what's the harm? A place to keep my pigs and cat. I zoned out, admiring her hat. My eyes moved down, studied her face. So exotic, not sure of the race. That's when I realized this girl is too hot. That's a thing, I kid you not. Annoying, unreal, sure I had no chance. Told her no when she asked for a dance. I realize now that I messed up. Balls. Is that it? Now we got one more. Show, this one's called Show Me. Alright, a girl says to me, show me your soul. Eh, what? Dropped me porridge bowl. Caught me off guard. To be fair, not sure how conversation went there. How do I do that? I said soft and low. You tell me. You should know. Now I'm perplexed. Me mind in a riddle. Couldn't fully think. Picked up me fiddle. How about if I play you a song? Any requests, be they short or long. Oh my gosh, you know I'm a band nerd. What can you play? You know Blackbird? Don't know that. Alas, I say with regret. Okay, fine. Tell me your deepest secret. So I told her. Wow, freaked her out. Never spoke to me again. All right, that's about it, people. Good jibber. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, at Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. I might have to change that name to something that's with my own name. Apparently, it's hard to find. We shall see. Until next time. Good duck, a doo, good duck, a doo, good duck, a doo, good duck, a doo.